Okay, good morning, good afternoon, everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch Ma'abam. Today's shir is a whopper. Timely. The subject that's oimid ala perak, a subject that we're all living with, a subject that is on everyone's mind. Um, so let's begin. Bezus Hashem, the Sefer on Rameir is going to print. So this is like last call if anybody still wants to be Mishtatev. Bezus Hashem, I hope and I pray it will be out for Hanukkah. Okay, um, let me bring up the Mara Makoimais. Today we're speaking about a very powerful topic and a very timely topic. I may not translate every word for certain reasons. If I don't translate every word, feel free to ask me after the share. The subject of today is we're going to speak about uh, the location, which is the prized location of this week's parsha, a prized location of the Jewish people throughout history. And more importantly, perhaps, we're going to speak about one of the world's religions. We're going to speak about Islam. And what is the halacha regarding if, is it considered Avodah or not? I'm going to try to say as many words in Lashon HaKodesh as possible. And I think it will be uh, preferable in that way. Let us talk about, in 1967, the Jewish people uh, won a stunning victory. They preempted the enemy. They reconquered land and location that had not been in our possession for generations, including the Kaisa HaMaravi, including the Ma'aras HaMachpelah. So it was uh, many, a very, very long time since the Jewish people had access to these locations. And uh, shortly after the uh, Six-Day War, um, we were given permission and we were able to daven in the Ma'aras HaMachpela. Um, and the question arose, okay, we have access to this location. We certainly want to daven there. The question is, are we allowed to daven there? Say, well, what could be wrong with davening there? Isn't it, isn't it our tradition from the Kabbalistic sources that the entrance of Gan Eden is at the Maras HaMachpela, is at the Cave of the Patriarchs? Isn't it right near the Shar HaShamayim? And there were Paiskim who said that, no, not only, not only is it not, uh, it, not only is it not considered uh, advantageous to daven there, but you're not allowed to daven there. Why would you not be allowed to daven there? Because the scene was that Jews would congregate to pray there, and B'nai Dodeno, our cousins, the Yishma'elim, would gather to pray over there. And is it permitted to daven in proximity to people worshipping um, in a different religion? So you say, well, th- we're not talking about Neutzrim, we're not talking about Christianity here. Christianity, it is well known that in the uncensored edition of the Rambam, the Rambam in Hilchas Machalach Sasuras Parkir Aleph Halachazayin, the Rambam in the uncensored edition says that uh, that Noitzrim are oiv de You could see it right here. 
in our in the Rambam you have in your house, it probably doesn't say that because your Rambam is censored. But in the uncensored edition of the Rambam, the Rambam says Aval Hanoitzrim of the Avodazarahim. But the Yishmaelim, as the Rambam himself writes, Goish Enoy Ovid Avoidazara Kagainelu Ha Yishmaelim Yenam Mutter Bahanoya. Their wine is permitted to get benefit from. Because the Ramam seems to say that Yishma'ilam, Islam, is not considered Avaidazara. They believe in one God. It's a monotheistic religion. That being the case, why would there be any issue to Davin and Marasamach Pela, even in proximity of your cousins who are worshipping um, with another religion? And it is well known that in 1967, the Kleisenberger Rebbe, Rabbi Kusil Yehuda Halberstam, who was one of the great heroes of the Jewish people, lost his whole family in the Holocaust, and with great Messiah Snefesh, rebuilt his own life personally, rebuilt his Hasidos. The Kleisenberger Rebbe asked, made a request from Moshe Dayan, if Moshe Dayan could get him access to the underground labyrinth to be able to daven really where the Avais are buried, because where people visit the Maras Machpelah today, I think they recently made an elevator there. That's not where the Avais are buried. They're not buried there. You know, where you have this um, this nice cloth covering that says Avraham and Sarah, they're not under the cloth. They're buried deep. That whole edifice was built by Herod. And that edifice is on top of a piece of land, and under the land there's a cave, and you go further down, and in the cave, there's a cave within the cave. And in there, our tradition is the Avais are buried. But the Avais are not buried on top. And the Kleisenberg Rebbe asked permission from Dayan if he could get in. And supposedly only the Waf had the key. And Dayan says, well, why do you want to go in there? Legend has it that anyone who's ever gone in there, their life was in peril, and they, they didn't make it out. They didn't survive the year, or they couldn't get out of the cave. And the Kozenberg Rebbe says, it's a bunch of nonsense. It doesn't say in Chazal, it doesn't say in the Gemara, that in any way is, is there any danger, or if there, there's if there's any sakana to go there. And the question is, why why did the Kozenberg Rebbe want access to the actual Ma'ara? Why couldn't he daven where everyone else was davening? And the reason is because the Kozenberg Rebbe issued a psak that it is prohibited to go to the Ma'aras HaMachpela. And a Jew may not pray in the Ma'aras HaMachpela. And we're going to see why. And not only that, the, the Kleisenberger Rebbe wrote in his Torah, the Shafachayim. We have about 20-something editions of Shafachayim on on uh, the the, the Parshiyos, the Shalashudah's Torah, the Kleisenberger Rebbe. And the Kleisenberg Rebbe actually predicted that in the end of days, Klal Yisrael will not be able to go to the Maras Nachpelah. And not only that, Avraham foresaw that in the Bris Bein Abbasarim, where the Pasuk says, V'hinei Hashemesh lavoi, v'sar deima nafla al Avram, v'yehi eima g'doyla v'chashecha noifela salav. The Kleisenberg Rebbe interprets it. V'yehi Hashemesh lavoi, that throughout Jewish history, Jews perhaps did have access to the Maras Machpelah. And therefore they were able to awaken Avraham and say, Avraham, 
Uru, Uru, awaken, awaken, get up, get up. Arouse, arise, arise, awaken, awaken. But in the end of days, Vayhi Hashem when the sun was about to set, when the Melcha Mashiach was about to, the sun of Mashiach was about to shine. And in that time, Klal Yisrael will not be able to awaken Avraham. Avraham will remain asleep. You know why? We won't be able to go there. You know why we won't be able to go there? Because our cousins are davening there. And if they're davening there, they're being oivet avodazara. And if they're oivet avodazara, we can't pray in their houses of worship. This is how the Kleisenberg Rebbe interpreted the Brisbane Habasarim. That in the end of days, we will not be able to visit the Ma'aras Hamachpela. The reason is because the Arabs are worshipping there and the Kleisenberg Rebbe paskened that the Yishma'ilam are Oivdei Avodazara. Now let's see that Psak. Because that's not the typically known psak. What's more common, what people are more familiar with, is that while Christianity is considered idolatry, Islam is not considered idolatry. They believe in one God. That's why in all of their houses of worship, there are no icons, there are no images, there are no pictures. Whenever they take over a country, they destroy the icons, they destroy the images, they destroy the, the... so typically it's understood that Yishmael is not are not Oiv Avodazara, but there was the opinion of the Kaisenberg Rebbe that they were Oiv Avodazara, and therefore it is not permitted to worship at the Maras Machpelah. And the Kaisenberg Rebbe wrote a tshuva on this. He wrote this tshuva in Yom Hey Chav Vav Tamuz Tavshin Chav Zayin. Now Chav Vav Tamuz is my birthday, so in honor of my birthday. Kozimberg Rebbe wrote a tshuva that you're not allowed to go into the Ma'aras HaMachpela. Now, I'm not sure if he knew it was my birthday. Also, 1967 was a little bit before my time. But it could be he had Ruach HaKodesh that it was, that that was the day. But um, anyway, so so again, this is very soon after we we had access to Ma'aras HaMachpela. And his Mechutin Rav Mordechai Goldman, the Zvila Rebbe, wrote him a tshuva. Are you allowed to go to Mar Pela? Now, the Zvila Rebbe was a smart man. So before he got the answer to the tshuva, he quickly davened in the Mar Pela a few times because he sort of had a feeling what his mechutin would answer. So he chapped a in a few more tefillahs in the Mar Pela before he got the mar, his mechutin's response. And again, this is Chafav Tamuz, Tavshin Chavzayin. And the Kleisenberg Rebbe based his Psak. He told his dear Mechutin, it is prohibited to pray in the Maras HaMach Pela. Number one, based on the Berke Yosef. Berke Yosef is the Chida. The Chida writes, he says, Amnam bi'ir oiz lanu tziyayin. In the city of our strength, tziyayin. Kiryas mayadenu. Kula Ara di Israel, throughout the land of Israel. Haminog Leesar Isar Maga Yishmael Bayayin Shalan. Our custom is that if a Yishmaeli touches our Yayin, it's us or even Mahana. Because our tradition is Yishmaelim are Oivde Avoidazara. 
based on this sack of the Chida, the, uh, the, the Kloisenberg Rebbe ruled that Yishmaelim are Oivdei Avoidezara, and therefore their houses of worship are Batei Avoidezara, and therefore we cannot pray where they worship. Furthermore, the Kloisenberg Rebbe based his psak on the Radvaz. The Radvaz, of course, was the Rebbe of the Arizal. The Radvaz was the Rebbe of the Shita Mekobetzas. He was the rabbi in Cairo for 40 years. He wrote more than 2,500 chuvais. And the Radvaz in Chelek Dalid, Simon Elef Kufsamach Gimel. The Radvaz deals with a, a situation where Ruvain was put to the ultimate test. And the ultimate test was he has to accept upon himself the religion of the moon, the crescent, Islam. And the question is, is it Yehoreg v'al Yavar? After all, we're going to see the Rambam is of the opinion that Yishmaelim are not of the Avodah And the Radvaz wrote that it, it most definitely is Yehoreg v'al Yavar not to accept Islam. Why? Because if somebody would come to a Jew and say, Keep the whole Torah, but don't accept one mitzvah. One mitzvah, don't don't accept upon yourself. Don't be makabalit. Forsake the religion. So then you would have to give up your life. Again, he's not saying violate this mitzvah. He's saying don't accept this mitzvah. Well, certainly, if someone abandons Judaism and accepts upon themselves Islam... Certainly, it's Yeharek v'al Yavar. Sir, says Radvaz, also, to accept Islam and accept their prophet, that their prophet was greater than Moshe Rabbeinu, that is the hemorrhaging of the entire religion. How could you accept a religion who, who claims that their prophet was greater than Moshe? Furthermore, says Radvaz, he found the Tshuva, the Ritva. He found the Ritva says... He says that, I want to read to you the words of the Ritva. The Ritva says, The belief of the Ishmaelim, even though they unify God's name, It's considered downright idolatry. To give up one's life, and not to violate. Why? If you agree to their religion, you deny the religion of Moshe. And you say the religion of Moshe in a memes, like we have it. So that's Avodazar Gemura. It's only Yehara, it's only, we only allow you to violate an Avera and not to be killed if they say, okay, violate this Avera. Meaning, agree that your Torah is true and that your religion is real, and that your mitzvahs are authentic, but we're going to force you to violate it. So you're allowed to give up, you're allowed to save your life, to violate the Torah. But that's so long as you could acknowledge that your Torah is true, and Hashem commanded it. But if you can accept another religion, it's like you're being moida, that the Torah is not true, and HaKadosh Baruch didn't command it. That is certainly Yehoreg v'al Yavar. And therefore, the... Kloisenberg Rebbe Paskind in 1967 on Chafav Tammuz. Mark that date on your calendar so you should have it in general. Is uh, is going to the Ma'aras Hamachpela is a very um, is not permitted. You're not allowed to visit there. You're not allowed to pray there. 
You're not to go inside. You can't take pictures. The same way you can't go into a church, you cannot go to the Ma'aras HaMachpela. This is what the Kozimur Gareva paskined in 1967. Based on the Chida in the Berke Yosef and based on the Tshuva the Radvaz. By the way, in the Sefer Shefachayim, in the 22nd volume, and in the first volume in his Chumashirim on Chumash and Rashi, the Shefachayim writes that to abandon Judaism and to uh, to embrace Islam, of course that's Avoidazara, it's complete Avoidazara. Because our belief in the Torah and our understanding of God is not through our own comprehension and analysis. Our entire understanding of God is from our tradition. That our, The tradition of the Jewish people is that, he, that we are B'nai Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, and the Rebbe Hashem is like Avraham, like Yitzchak, but like Yaakov. We don't worship God because we understand Him. Like Rebbe Levi Yitzchak of Arditchev would say, that a God that I understand is not cannot be a God that I worship. So our entire understanding of the Torah, of, of the Rebbe Hashem, is only from our tradition, from, from our acceptance of the Torah. But if somebody were to abandon that and embrace another religion, of course that's considered Avodah Zarah. And again, Kozenberg Rebbe says, based on the Radvaz, based on the Ritva, based on the Chida, Yishmael, Yishmaelim are Oivdei Avodah Zarah. You cannot go into their mosques. You cannot pray there. So in other words, you're in the airport, and let's say, so they sometimes they have these uh, multi-denominational rooms, you know, where many religions pray. So if Neutzrim pray there, of course you cannot use it as a place of prayer. But what about you're in a Middle Eastern country, you're in Turkey, and it's used as a mosque, according to Kloisenberg you cannot pray there. And by the way, the Kloisenberg Rebbe was not the only great Paisek who ruled this way that it is prohibited to wear, to uh, daven in a mask. The Tzitz Eliezer, Tzitz Eliezer and Simon Yud, Reb Waldenberg, Poisik of Shari Tzadik Hospital, concurred that Yishmaelim are considered of the Avodah and you cannot worship in their uh, Mizgadim. And by the way, the Tzitz Eliezer quotes a source, which is probably the most compelling source of all, on the in the, in uh, to substantiate the viewpoint that Yishmaelim are Oivdei Avadazar, he quotes the Ran. The Ran has a very interesting svara. The Ran says, let's put aside for a moment what they actually believe. Let's focus on how they worship. If they worship by prostrating and bowing the, the same way that Oivdei Avadazar worship their idols, then even if their religion is not Avodah Zara, their method of worship is Avodah Shal Oivdei Avodah Zara, and therefore you cannot pray there. That is what the Ran says. And based on that, the Tzitzel says, well, we know the Ishmaelim, their whole Avodah is Koyrim Umishtachavim Pam Achar Pam Achar Pam Achar Pam. So, therefore, the Tzitzel concurs with the Kloisenberg Rebbe. However, this was not considered let's say, the mainstream view regarding Halacha Lamaisa, and probably the most outspoken in opposition to the Kleisenberger Rebbe was none other than Rebbe Vadi Yosef. 
And Rav Avadya, uh refers us and directs us to the Tshuva of the Rambam. And Rav Avadya says the Tshuva of the Rambam is the final word on this subject. The Tshuva of the Rambam is in Simon Shin Samach Test. The Rambam was asked on the Ishmaelim, how could you say they're not Ovdei Avodah Zara? But, you know, there were th- the three main biblical historic forms of idolatry are Baal Pa'ar. How do you worship Baal Pa'ar? You basically uncover yourself and defecate in front of the Avodah Zara. Then there was Markulis. Markulis is you would throw stones at the Avodah Zara, which, by the way, the Ishmaelim practiced till today. And there's Kemosh. Not Moish, but Kemosh. Yeah? I know you know a guy, Moish, not him. Kemosh. Kemosh, how do you say? Kemosh you worship by... Um, you uncover your head, and you don't wear sewn garments. And all of these three worships were all practiced by Yishmaelim. So the Rambam was asked, how could you say that Yishmaelim are not over there by the Zara? But the three classic, traditional, historic forms of Avodah Zarah were practiced by the Yishmaelim. The Rambam says nothing doing. The Rambam writes, Elu ha-Yishmaelim enom klal. Arabs are not idolaters at all. Ukfar nichrosami p.m. It's already been cut away from their mouths. Umilibam. Vehemeyachdim lakel yisala yichud karoi yichud she'em ba'idoifi. When they say Hashem melech, Hashem molach, they do it like nobody's business without any pikpukim. You think your Rebbe at Shalashidis, he does a good Hashem Melech, Hashem Malach. Wait till you see how the Ishmaelim do it. They do the real thing. And it's not that they're lying to us and they're not fabricating it. They do not worship Avodah Zarah. And No, it's not true. Um, they don't. They they no longer worship Avodah Zarah. Any type of this historic, uh, these biblical forms of Avodah Zarah have already are long gone from the Ishmaelim, and they um, believe wholeheartedly in one God. Now, says the Rambam, V'chein. He says, "Elu ha'Yishmaelim hayom." The Yishmaelim today, kulam, all of them, taf, v'nashim, children, women, nichrosa avodazar mipiem. Avodazar has been cut off from their mouths. V'ta'usam, but what their error and their foolishness—it's in other things that we're not talking about right now. For certain reasons, but when it comes to yichud Hashem Yisale, they make no mistake. Now the early Yishmaelim, they strayed after Pa'ar, Markulis, and Kamash, but no longer. Therefore, says Rav Yosef, this is the final word on the status of Yishmaelim and Halacha. I, the Ran that we quoted earlier, who says, but they worship in the manner of Oivzeh that gives them a din of that's the Ran. But if the Ran would have known the tshuva of the Rambam, he never would have said that. You think that nobody knows Yishmaelim better than the Rambam. 
if the Ran would have known what the Rambam wrote in the Tshuva, the Ran never would have said that, says Rabbi Vadya. Furthermore, my dear friend, the Kloisenberger Rebbe, in a Chayveras called Yisrael Saba, he says it's Asr to David in a mask, and he wants to support himself from the Chida. He says, he forgot, he seemed to have overlooked the end of the Chida. The end of the words of the Chida are that, he's, that the Chida says he saw a tshuva of a Gadol Echad in Yerushalayim, and from his words it was mashma, then Yerushalayim they allow the wine of Yishma'ilim Bahana. Furthermore, the Kloisenberg Rebbe seemed to have overlooked the fact that the Chida himself changed his mind. Because there's another Sefer of the Chida, besides the Berke Yosef. There's a Sefer Maris Ha'ayin. And in the Maris Ha'ayin, the Chida Paskins, that even he first quotes the Berke Yosef, that the wine that's touched by Yishmaelim is Asr Bahana. But then he says, I saw in the letter of the Rambam, Egeras HaRambam, that nowadays, Yishmaelim are no longer Avdei Avdei Zara. And therefore, uh, the, my dear friends at Tzitzel and the Kleisenberg Rebbe uh, overlooked the Tshuva Sarambam, overlooked the conclusion of the Chida in his other Svarim, and therefore, Bizman Azeh, says Rabbavadya, Yishmaelim are not considered Avdei Avdei Zara. And furthermore, God should forgive them because we follow the Rambam. And do we have a greater Paisik in the later generations in Rabbi Yitzchak Achan and Specter? And in the Shal Shachubas Ein Yitzchak, he was asked about Jewish soldiers who asked their general for a place to daven, and he allowed them to daven in the uh, the mosque. Are they allowed to do that? And Rabbi Yitzchak Achan um, Paskin, that it's Mavur in the Torah, in the name of the Goinim, the Rambam, and the Rajba. That Yishmaelim are not of the Avodah Zarah, and the Rama also writes that that it's mutter. So therefore, we already have the psak of Rabbi Yitzchok Hanan Specter says Ravavadia that's the Iker, and Bahanira Laniyas Daiti Kasafti. Now it pains me to say this because most poskim go like Ravavadia. Now to daven in a shul where there's talking, you can't daven in. But to daven in base Mizgod of Yishmaelim, you could daven in. Think about that for a moment. Think about the irony of that. Think about which is preferable to daven in. In a place where in a makaim that there is dibor b'shasat fila, ain lehisfalosham. But in a place where it's a different religion, Rabbi says you could. Now the question though is, um, and this Rav Sternbuch deals with in Shuvas Vahan Hagais, Echelek Dalit, Simen Lamed Hay. Rav Sternbuch uh, is discussing the Tshuva Lekloisenberg Rebbe who forbid davening in the Maras Hamach Pela. And he says, well, if the Rambam is correct that Yishmael Marnat Oivdei Avodah Zara, but how does that how could that be reconciled with the psak of the Radvaz who says that if somebody's threatened to accept Islam, they would have to give up their life. But the Radvaz says that that uh, to 
accept any other religion means you're abdicating the Torah, and therefore it's considered Avodah Zarah. So isn't that compelling? Isn't it compelling that another religion is considered Avodah Zarah? So Reb Sternbach makes a very important point. He says, of course, to abdicate Judaism, to embrace another religion for us is Avodah Zarah. But for Goyim, for them it's not Avodah Zarah. And therefore, their worship there does not render it a place of Avodah Zarah, and therefore we could worship there. Meaning, says uh, Rav Sternbach, Rav Avadia would say, that of course the Radvaz is correct, that a Jew would have to give up their life not to embrace Islam. Because for a Jew to accept any other religion would mean that they really have no connection to Emunah Bashem. They can't, they can't hinge their Emunah Bashem based on a tradition from another religion. But for another religion, for them, it's not necessarily considered Abu Zara, and we would be able to pray there. Furthermore, um, um, so that, that, that's how Rav Sternbach uh, looked at it. And I want to share with you something really amazing. Because, you know, the Archaim HaKadosh, in his commentary to Yerodeh and pre Tayar, he says that if a Yishmaeli shechts an animal, is that considered an animal shechted for Avodah Zarah? After all, when they shecht, they face Mecca. So is that shechita considered shechita for Avodah Zarah? The Archaim HaKadosh said absolutely not. They don't believe in Avodah Zarah. They believe in one God. And anyone who believes in that God has a son or a ghost, they put them to death. And their shechita, to face in the direction of that city, is no different than when we face Mizrach. And therefore the Arachayim HaKadosh Paskin, the shechita, not only are Yishma'ilim, not Avodah but their shechita is not considered shechita for Avodah That being the case, what's unbelievable is that in 1968. So originally, Rabbi Isai, the tshuva of the Kleisenberg Rebbe was written on my birthday, Chavav Tamuz, Tavshin Chavzayin. However, in it was now Tavshin Chavches, after Rosh Hashanah. And it was Yemei Slichais, it was Thursday. Thursday before Yom Kippur, the day that we say Sholosh Esrei Midais. And the Minogin Sans in Kloisenberg is at the Tzibur, says the whole Tehillim. And they read from the Torah, the Karbanais. And the Kloisenberg Rebbe would speak Divrei Chivushin, he would speak Divrei Hesoyros. And he immediately sent to call into his private room, the Rosh Hashiva of Kloisenberg, Rav, uh, Rav Shmeller, who, by the way, was uh, recorded many of the tshuvas of the Kloisenberg Rebbe. And he asked Rav Shmeller, Rosh Hashiva, I would like you to make an addendum to my original tshuva that I ushered people to daven in the um, Ma'ara Samach And he wants to add a Ha'ara Nechutz, a very critical point, namely, that after much contemplation and much thought, I retract. This what? You retract? We could go daven in Mars No! 
you definitely can't daven in the Maras Tachbeila. And he said, let me explain. I want to add that even the Arachayim HaKadosh who held that Yishmaelim are not over the Avadazar when they shecht their shechita is not shechita Avadazar, that was in his times. But nowadays things changed. And nowadays, says the Klozim Rebbe, everyone would agree, even the Rambam and even the Arachayim HaKadosh would agree that Yishmaelim are over the Avadazar and we can't daven in their mosques. Now we could go Davin, Slichois, Yudgimo Midois Harachamim. And the Rashiva of Kleisenberg said, he now realized that it wasn't just that the Kleisenberg Rebbe held halachically that Yishmaelim were Ovdei Avodah Zarah. He wanted to hold that Yishmaelim were Ovdei Avodah Zarah. He had a need to hold they were Ovdei Avodah Zarah. He felt to protect Klal Yisrael, he was required to paskin that Yishmaelim were Oivdei Avodah Zarah. He, it is well known that the Kloisenberg Rebbe was a Raya Mehemna, a very faithful shepherd. I've heard many recordings of the Kloisenberg Rebbe um, laning Megillas Esther, and he would stop by certain sukim and repeat them again and again because he was always being Melitz Yoishar on Klal Yisrael. He was always speaking about their praise. He would say, Yeshno Yamechad! Yeshno Yamechad! We're one people! We're one people! Nebuch, we're Mefuzar! We're scattered! So, on the day of the Yergim Omidos HaRachamim, the Koizenberg Rebbe felt he needed to find a schus for Klal Yisrael. You know what that schus was? He needed to give us triumph over Yishmael. He, ha- he had to allow us to ascend over Yishmael. So by paskining in the Bezdin Shalmata that Yishmaelim are Oivdei Avoidah he felt that this would give Chal Yisrael a way to overcome and to way, uh, rise above and a way to condemn Yishmael. He felt that before the Yom HaKadosh, on the day of Yudgim Omidus Harachamim, in order to be Ma'ira Rachamim on Klal Yisrael, he needed to paskin in the Bezdin Shalmata, in order to be Ma'ira in the Bezdin Shalmala, the Yishmaelim are Oivdei Avodah And the Rosh Hashiva of Kloisenberg, Rav Shmeller, he says, I saw with my eyes, like black fire on white fire, the words of the Masil Sisharim, that the true shepherds of Klal Yisrael are Moiser Nefesh to try to help the Jewish people and be Melitz Toiv on Klal Yisrael to Mevatel Gezerois Rois. So this was the addendum that was added to the Tshuva. Really remarkable. So it's not just that the Kloisenberg Rebbe halachically held that Yishmaelim were Oiv Dei but as if he needed to hold that way. He wanted to hold that way. He wanted the heavenly court to condemn Yishmaelim and that we would come out victorious, especially on the Yom HaKadosh. And on another occasion, the Shafachayim in Chilak Dalet Vayishlach, he said, we don't, the truth is, we don't find Mefurash in the Torah that Yishmael was a Rasha. You know, we don't find, we find that he was Metzachek, and Sarah told Abraham, 
And Avram was very bothered by it. And Hashem said, no, no, listen to her. Listen to her. So obviously his, his wickedness was not overt. But what we find about Yishmael was hypocrisy. We find sinister. You know, we find in the Torah that Yishmael never went to get married. We find something unusual. His mommy took away from him. As if he didn't go himself. His mother did. He showed himself, no, I don't need to get married. I'm a tzaddik. I'm a parish. I'm a celibate. But if you look in the Targum Yonasan, Targum Yonasan says before his mother took away from him, her, for him, named Adisha. Excuse me. Before his mother took a wife, he took his own wife. His, his wife's name that he married on his own was Adisha, and he divorced her. Then his mother took a wife, her name was Fatima. So the Targum Yonasa knew the true essence of Ishmael. But if you look in the Chumash, these details are not, are not blatant. This is the essence of Ishmael. They're Tzavuim. They hide their Rishos. On the outside, they speak glibly. But on the inside, Chazal tell us, they're Menafim, they're Roitzchim. All secretly. Esav, we know! He's a murderer! He doesn't hide it. It's out in the open. Not so Yishmael. Now, Moshe Dayan, upon the request of the Kleisenberger Rebbe, made all kinds of investigations and searches, maybe how to get into the uh, Marasamach Pela. He wasn't able to get in. He even let down a young girl through the floor with a map, but she couldn't find the opening. This took place on Cholamoid Sukkis Tavshin Chavchas 1968. Um, where the Kleisenberger Rebbe said, you know, if you don't let us go in now, the day will come that they won't let us go in upstairs. And Moshe Dayan says, well, what are you talking about? No, we're not going to have a problem with them anymore. The Jewish people were victorious. Did you know, Kleisenberger Rebbe, in five minutes we could have conquered all the way to Cairo. We'll never have to deal with Yishmaelim again. Could you imagine? In 1967, Moshe Dayan said we'll never have to deal with Yishmaelim again. And the Kleisenberger Rebbe stroked his holy beard and he says, Look, I have white hair. I might not have Chachmar, but have Zikna. I tell you, the struggle with Yishmaelim has not concluded. You got to be very careful. And Moshe Dayan said, No, you're making a mistake. We're going to give them welfare. We're going to give them security. We're going to give them education. You know why they're so hostile? Because they're not educated and they're not cared for. And they're oppressed. But as soon as we care for them and we give them liberty and we give them education, then they're going to be on the same echelon as us. And the Kleisenberger Rebbe said, if you educate them, they will just educate themselves to create missiles and bombs. It's in their blood. It's in their DNA. 
There's no way to be Oiker the Sinna, the Kleisenberg Rebbe said. Hmm. Then the Kleisenberg Rebbe says to Moshe Dayan, he says, you know, it sounds from many of the things that you're saying is that you're not a mammon. Moshe Dayan said, I'm not a mammon. So the Kleisenberg Rebbe said, if you're not a mammon, then why are you on this land? How could you go to sleep at night being surrounded by hundreds of millions of enemies that want to kill you? How do you go to sleep at night? Why are you even here? He said, why am I here? It's our land. So Klosenberger said, really? Where does it say it's our land? Where's the document? So what do you mean? The Tanakh. So the Klosenberger says, so you do believe? So Moshe Dayan said, hmm, maybe, maybe. And the Klosenberger Rebbe would always say, when a Jew says he doesn't believe, maybe he doesn't want to admit that he believes. But if he doesn't believe, then what's he doing on the land? So this is a conversation that took place in 1967, more than 50 years ago. And obviously we see today there were two different viewpoints of uh, and predictions and uh, thoughts about how things would turn out. And we see very clearly what works and what doesn't. Lemaisa, Revelio Shmuel Schmeller, the Rashiva of Kloisenberg, wrote another tshuva. After the, uh, after the Six Day War, and, but, things have changed since then. In the tent of Avraham, um, Avraham and Sarah, it's now a base medrash. And even though Yishmaelim used to walk through, now they don't even walk through that area. Yaakov and Rachel also, only we have access to. Yitzchak, we only have access to 10 days uh, a year. But by the way, that means that they have access to our places 10 days a year. So the question now is, okay, but on the, the 10 days a year that they have access to our Mekoymois, so does that mean that they're praying there in our Mekoymois and and according to the Kleisenberg Rebbe, that, that it has a din of Avedazara, do, does it then become mechuar hadavar for us to pray there? So the Kleisenberg Rosh Hashiva basically said, uh, no, the, what, what we do during those 10 days a year is we stuff up the places of Abraham and Sarah and Yaakov and Rachel with so much, so many svarim and food and other items that there's no place for them to pray. And therefore, the uh, the Kleisenberger Rosh Hashiva said that even the Rebbe would agree that we're allowed to go to the Maras uh, HaMachpela and uh, to, to daven there without any problem. What would he say about going to Yitzchak Bizman That he may say is not permitted. But again, it seems like uh, the mainstream view is the way Rebbe Vadya Paskind based on the Tshuvas Harambam and based on the psak of uh, the conclusion of the Chida, as well as the psak of Rabbi Yitzhak Al-Khanan Specter, and Rabbi Yitzhak Al-Khanan allowed soldiers to daven in a mosque. In fact, Rabbi Vadya said um, that 
Many, many Gedolim have done so uh, throughout the ages. And uh, that's the minhag to allow such a thing. But to me, actually, the most stirring part of this subject is that the attitude of the Kleisenberger Rebbe was that he felt the need as an advocate for the Jewish people to condemn the status of Yishmaelim to be considered Oivdei Avodah sort of as a way of being Melitz Toiv and being Melitz Yosher for the Jewish people. I'll just end off with also a very um, powerful perspective of, of Kleisenberger Rebbe. Kleisenberger Rebbe said that in 1967, when we were given the ability to return to the Kaisal Hamaravi and pray there, in contradistinction to many people who thought that this was the happiest moment in the last 2,000 years of Jewish history, Kleisenberger Rebbe said it was the saddest moment in Jewish history. And he gave the following analogy. A father who dearly loved his son, but the son, he was so wayward, his his behavior was so corrupt, the father actually banished the son from his kingdom. And after many, many years of the father not having seen his son, the father actually calls the son back. And the son is coming back, and the son is coming back with feelings of remorse, longing to see his father. And just when he was about to get to the palace, the king sends his servant, and he says, No! You can't go in! You can't go in! You can't see me! And the son said, Why not? I'm not ready to take you back yet. The son was devastated. It's the most painful moment in the life of the son. Says the Kleisenberg Rebbe, after 2,000 years of Golos, we come back to Eretz Yisrael, we come back to Yushalayim, and we think, finally, we could return to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Hashem says, stop right there. Stop by the wall. Don't go any further. I'm not ready to take you back yet. Says the Kleisenberg Rebbe, in our great ecstasy, it was also the most painful moment in the history of our people. So there are always two ways to look at it. And of course, we're very grateful to be able to, even the Kleisenberg Rebbe would say we could wake up Avraham, so to speak. We could say, Avraham Avinu, arouse yourself, stir yourself, go to the Kisei HaKavayd, your children need your tefillahs. Your children need rachamei shamayim. And we're very grateful we could be mispalel in the Maras HaMachpela and in the, in the Kaisal HaMaravi. But this is only the beginning. And we're, we're all, we hope and we're mispalel. And the time is ripe. We hope we should be zoicha. Ki li shuascha kivinu kal hayoim. Shuo bi zoicha. V'sachazeno ineinu. V'shuv cholotziyon barachmem. Have a good day everyone. Rachavat Sacha. Okay. Kaltav, Kaltav. Have a good day. Rachavat Sacha.